This is Nancy. And this is Dana. And you're listening to the NY Foodie Family Podcast. So instead of our first episode, we're talking about seasonal bucket lists. So for the past couple years on and off, we've been making a seasonal bucket list. Um, Dane, why do you think we need seasonal bucket lists? Well, it uh, gives us a to-do of sorts, and it's refreshed every three months, and it keeps us on track for making sure we do seasonally appropriate things during the right season, I think. Yeah, I like that it makes us get out there and try new things. It's quality family time when the kids aren't at birthday parties or hanging out with friends and we're not just sitting home, you know, binge watching Netflix. We're actually getting out there and doing things. Um, And I don't know if you've noticed or maybe I'm just making this up, but I do feel like when we're out experiencing new things and going places, our kids actually might fight a little less as well. So. That might actually be true. So, uh, yeah, let's keep that up. Right. So, like I mentioned, we've been doing these bucket lists on and off. Can you think of some of the things that we've done in the past? Well, uh, in wintertime, we've done, uh, what do you call it, Uh, snow tubing. That was fun. Yes. Yep. We we, traveled far and wide when the uh, summer weather's nice. Yes, we have gone on fun extended weekend trips. Um, I know one time I think Connor wanted to go to a basketball game. I know we've done even at home family game nights have been on, I think, Abby's list. Um, I think one of my picks was the Army hockey game. That was fun. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so... It, they don't have to be huge, crazy things, but just selected items that family members want to try or do. Um, and we make sure that we get those things done. So with 2019, the summer is already halfway through. And sadly, we've not really gotten ourselves our seasonal bucket list together. Um, I know... I had said that one of the things I wanted to do this summer was to go to a drive-in movie. That's something that we have never done. And I know there are a couple of different places, um, I believe mostly up in Dutchess, Orange County area. So hopefully before summer's end, we'll be able to fit that in. What about you? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Um, I would like to go back to one of our minor league baseball uh, stadiums. That's always a good time. Really built around family, kind of low cost, high fun. And you get to see baseball up close where if you go to a Yankee or Mets game, you're uh, kind of far away most of the time. Yes, and we've done, um, we've actually been to both the Hudson Valley Renegades and we've been to Rockland Boulders before. But yeah, we can definitely fit that in. We've asked the kids multiple times, you know, what do you want to do? What's on your summer bucket list? And we have not gotten responses from them. Well, they they would like to do nothing. Um, Snapchat (laughs) and YouTube and 
electronics. Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. Don't forget a Fortnite. So that's true. Um, I do have to say, depending on your kids' ages, and I find for our kids as well, um, they're not always aware of new things and you know different things out there to do. Uh, so I know already this summer we've been strawberry picking, which we know the kids love and enjoy. And also for the first time, we went to the Empire State Hot Air Balloon Festival super early to see the balloons launch in the morning. Um, so those are already two things that weren't on bucket lists, but that were really fun that I think we all enjoyed. I think we can backdate our bucket list to get those on there. That, seem, that seems <laughs> fair. Yes. So the summer's not over yet. We don't have a huge official summer bucket list, but we do plan on, you know, filling it with some fun things before the summer ends. So to end this segment, we'd like to know, does your family make seasonal bucket lists? And if so, we'd love to know some of the things that you guys are doing or things that you think we should try. Um, Please feel free to email us at nyfoodiefamilypodcast at gmail.com. In this solo segment, I'm talking about summer movie deals. In the beginning of my working career, I was a teacher and would have summers off. And then after that, I was a stay-at-home mom for several years. So I know what it's like to be home with the kids during the summer when the days seem really long and they can be really hot. So even though I'm working full-time now and the kids are in camp, I thought it would be good for all the parents and caregivers out there to let you know about some summer movie deals in the area to help you occupy the kids on these hot summer days. So the first movie deal I'm going to talk about is the Alamo Kids Camp. The Alamo Draft House Cinema is located in Yonkers, right off of Central Avenue. For their Kids Camp deal, you get to choose your ticket price of either $1, 3 or $5, and 100% of the ticket sales are donated to local nonprofits. And this year's nonprofit is Girl Scouts Heart of the Hudson, which is near and dear to our family since I was a Girl Scout myself and my daughter is currently a Girl Scout. And the other nonprofit is the Hudson River Museum. So some of the movies this summer include Trolls, Shrek, Madagascar, and The Never Ending Story. It looks like showings are every day, but times are different on each day, so it's best to check the website just to be sure. I will have the website linked up in the episode show notes for your reference. Um, one good thing about the Alamo Draft House, which I did go to with my kids one summer for the summer uh, kids camp, is that when you go to order your tickets, you get to pick your seat, which is nice. So you're not worrying about the theater being crowded or having to get there early to find a good seat. Before you go or while you're there, remember to sign your kids up for the Alamo Kids Club so they can earn stickers and they can cash them in for prizes like free snacks and toys. Uh, The prize books are available at the box office. believe you can print them off online as well or you can get them from your server and yes I did mention server because the Alamo Draft House has a complete menu full of food and snacks as well as drinks including cocktails wine beer and more so it's nice when you're there 
um, to be able to enjoy a meal as well. So the second movie deal is the Regal Summer Movie Express. There are Regal theaters in Cortland Town Center, Nanuet, Fishgill, the Poughkeepsie Galleria, and New Rochelle. They show movies on Tuesday and Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. on both days, and each week they show the two same movies on both days. So for a dollar each, yes, one dollar each, you can go to the movies two days if you want and see them both. The concession stands are open as well, so you can buy snacks. Um, and some of the movies being shown this summer are Despicable Me 3, The Grinch, Boss Baby Trolls, Sing, and The Secret Life of Pets. Again, I recommend the che- recommend that you check the theater for the specific uh, dates and showtimes, just to be sure. And again, I will link those up in the show notes for your reference. As you've noticed by the names of most of the movies that I've mentioned, they are older movies. However, they're all pretty family-friendly where parents and caregivers can enjoy them as well. I do have to mention that we have been to the Regal Summer Movie Express several times, and there are a lot of camps or daycares that sometimes do attend these. Um, So be sure to plan accordingly and maybe get there a little early just to ensure you have the seats that you want. So that's our segment on summer movie deals. If you know of any others, please let me know. So in the last segment of episode one, we're going to be talking about the Millbrook Vineyards and Winery. So last summer, we partnered with Dutchess County Tourism to visit some of the stops on their craft beverage trail. And the Millbrook Vineyards and Winery was the first stop on the trail. It's located in Millbrook, New York, which is approximately one hour from northern Westchester County, so it's not too far of a trip. And I want to preface this by saying that neither Dana nor I are big wine drinkers. Um, He'd rather have craft beer, and I, if I'm going to drink wine, will have a Moscato or a glass of sangria. But we really did think this was a great place to talk about as a summer stop. Um, And it's very family-friendly, as you will hear. So, Dane, do you want to talk about what you thought of Yeah, and a couple couple small corrections off the bat, Nance. You know, uh, that was our first stop on the trail. It's not the first stop. There's uh, uh, plenty of other locations, uh, from craft brewing to uh, distilleries. That that just happened to be our first stop of the day, but but I digress. And, uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Craft uh, beer is a great stop for me, but... We made a bunch of other stops in uh, some harder liquors, and that was that was kind of fun too. And we'll we'll get to that in a future podcast. I thought Millbrook was was a really beautiful location, uh, wide expanses of you know beautiful ponds and lakes and hiking trails, and uh, you know views of the surrounding property. The buildings themselves were uh, pristine. The uh, tasting rooms were, uh, were were lovely, and I thought it was a great place that we could have spent a lot more time there. But because we had a lot more stops in the day, unfortunately, we couldn't couldn't spend as much time as we would have liked. And we'll have to make our way back over there. What, what did you think? Yeah, unfortunately, due to time, we did miss out on a tour of the vineyard as well, um, just because we did have such time constraints. But the property is beautiful. The tasting room and winery is actually housed in a 1940s Dutch-style barn. 
Um, and as you mentioned, the property has hiking trails and it has ponds and it's really, really beautiful. Um, I think it's very family friendly and that's why I was interested in talking about it in one of our first episodes of the podcast, just while summer is still going on. Um, they have lawn games outside set up like cornhole and bocce ball. Uh, they have a food venue right on property, a little grill that serves food. They have lots of chairs. They have a, a deck. They have chairs on the lawn. So I think it's great if you want to bring the kids and, you know, bring Frisbee, bring a ball after a wine tasting, buy a glass of wine and just sit out on the chairs and hang out and enjoy yourselves. I think it's great for the summer. Um, I also do want to mention that during the summer, they have food truck Fridays. So on Friday nights, food trucks come from 5 to 8 p.m. They have usually have two different food trucks with available to purchase food and they have live music. And then on select Saturdays over the summer, they also have outdoor jazz concerts. I believe we have a 1250 admission, but, you know, it's a great setting. Like I said, with the lakes and or the ponds, I should say, and the, you know, property itself, it, it just looks like a, a great time. Well, I've just marked my calendar for every food truck Friday, so we got that all squared <laughs> yes, away. We, we do love a good food truck. It's, uh, yeah, not, not terribly far away. It's a little bit further than, uh, you know, a quick, quick drawn out for a glass of wine and a uh, food truck might warrant, but. Make a day out of it, you know, set your own pace, uh, find a nice sunny day to sit out in those Adirondack chairs and, uh, you know, have, have a great time. Yeah, definitely. You know, I don't believe, I, I mean, I couldn't think of or come to mind any wineries in Westchester County. I feel just due to, you know, the size, we just don't have that amount of property um, in the area for wineries. So most of them are in the uh, Dutchess County and north of us, but um yeah, like you said, it is definitely worth the trip. And with the Dutchess County Beverage Trail, Craft Beverage Trail, uh, there are so many stops in the area that, like, as we did, you could make a day of it. Right. We would recommend that maybe don't cram too many in. We uh, we were on a mission. We were, uh, you know, we had to see three or four or five places to, you know, complete our uh, blog post. But maybe pick two or three at the most. It would be a pretty full day. So uh, just some details. The winery is open daily from 12 to 5 p.m. Uh, pick six tasting is $12.50, which includes a souvenir wine glass. And that's what Dana had done. Um, and if you want to do a tour of the vineyard and do a pick eight tasting, it's $20 per person with that souvenir wine glass. Um, and inside, like I mentioned, being kid friendly, there is a little table that had like coloring books or papers and crayons for kids to sit while you do enjoy tasting. Otherwise, if you want to make it a date, day date, or a, you know, girlfriend gathering, um, you can do that as well. And they had so many varietals. I, I couldn't even tell you how many different wines they make because I, I certainly didn't get a chance to try them all. But there must have been six or seven or eight off the top of my head that, you know, they all tasted really good as far as, as, far as I got the chance. Right, and their uh, wine shop where you can buy the wines it was large as Very well. Very extensive. They they do a lot of their own stuff, and it's all all good as far as I can tell. 
Yes. So for complete details, we do have a blog post on our trip to the Millbrook Vineyard and Winery, which will be located in the show notes on our website, nyfoodiefamily.com slash podcast. And episode one will have all the links from this episode.